On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I talk about the Philadelphia 76ers, of course, but what their prime is, the championship window. We get into that. We'll also talk about scheduling a little bit later. We'll dive into it all next right here at Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens of 97 Father Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia alongside my co-host and partners always from the Philadelphia Inquirer, Sixers beat writer Keith Pompey. Keith, happy Friday, my man. Happy Friday to you too, bro. Appreciate it. Happy Friday to you all out there for hanging out with us all week long. In August, we thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube. Keith, championship window. As this Kevin Durant stuff continues to rave through the NBA in August and the 76ers being right on the forefront of a conversation with everyone, I, we wanted to talk about the championship window. We've been through the rebuild. We've seen four second round exits and five playoff appearances, two very disappointing ones where we thought they should at least advance to the Eastern Conference Finals with a real opportunity of getting to the NBA Finals. And right now, where we are, we're looking at this team, the championship window, how long is it? The prime of Embiid, James Harden, and maybe even Kevin Durant, if a trade does in fact go down with this basketball team and then having to send away your one real young piece in Tyrese Maxey, what is the championship window for the Philadelphia 76ers? You know, it's weird. Yesterday I was asked the same question, and I said this year, next year, and the year after that, three. I'm taking that back. I'm saying this year and next year. That's it. And and the reason being is because when you look at it, you know, let's just say, if, you know, we look at Embiid and we look at his injury history. You know, he's relatively a young guy, comparable playing in this prime, but he, is, he has an old body. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. You look at uh, uh, P.J. Tucker, 37 years old, and he's looked upon, like typically teams, when you get a 37-year-old, typically he's like the old vet, the old head of the group, but they're looking at him to have a key role. You know what I mean? So we're saying, like, you know, he's going to be 38 this year, 39 next year, 40 the, the following year. So I, I just think that I, I don't know if you could – and he's a great player, but when you when you say a 40-year-old, you're not looking at him to be the, a key piece. James Harden's getting older. You know, I mean, most of these guys or the key guys are getting older. The only one that's going to be around if you have this roster passed in is going to be Tyrese Maxey. So – when, when you ask yourself, I have to say it has to be this year or next. And after that, it's like, hey, uh, you may have to blow that thing up. I do give him a three-year window. I, I keep it with your original number, three years, uh, just because I do think Embiid has that in him. I think Durant also, while we have seen him take a little bit of a step back in terms of his overall production and the injuries play a part in it too, and same thing with James Harden, I still think that they are good enough as, as veterans knowing what it has to be to get it done. It's about the surrounding people, too, to make sure that they have a complete team. That's why the depth was so important this offseason. And every year, while the Sixers may improve in this area, uh, 
the Boston Celtics is going to improve here that keeps them there. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers are just going to take that next jump in two years to be right there with them. But I still believe that the 76ers are firmly in the conversation of being in that window of still being able to be a championship contender. Now, I think we, when we did our tiers a couple of weeks ago of where they are, they're right there on that second tier of, of champions. But if something like this happens with Kevin Durant, then that would certainly push them and elevate them a little bit higher into that first tier because of the trio that they would have and putting this team out there on the floor every single night. So I, I give it still three years. I, I do think that they have a three-year window of getting this done. But the most important thing is, Keith, as you talked about, when you talk about two for yourself, three for me, and who knows what others may say, the listeners and the viewers, the championship window is every season going forward. However long Embiid is on the floor, however long Durant and maybe, pardon me, Durant, possibly being here and certainly Harden, every year it's about the championship and the championship only. No more second round exits. Got to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And for the most part, when we look at the matchups, you better win and you better get there because we've seen five postseason appearances so far and they have done nothing any different than the rebuild that started it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, they were saying how they were mediocre. They were 40 plus win team. It doesn't matter what your regular season record is. It does in a sense because we talk about them being in the top three all the time. But it's all about the postseason. That Iguodala, Lou Williams, Drew Holiday, Evan Turner, Spencer Halls, that is young team got to the second round against that Boston Celtics squad and went to a game seven. Yeah, I, but you know what? After you know what this, I, I just, yeah, I got you. I understand. You but haven't done anything you know, any different that, that no, started no. your rebuild. Yeah, I, but the thing is, I don't see them being in two years from now, if they do get KD, I don't see them being any different than the Lakers. Real rap. Right. I see them, I see them, the old, the all old head, the old head squad. You know what I mean? Like I do. I mean, and and I and I'm looking at like I'm looking at Milwaukee and I'm looking at Boston. Now, you know, anything can happen, right? People leave. But I you have to believe that Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, if and and Robert Williams, if they get healthy, they're all gonna get better. You understand? I mean, they're gonna get better. Giannis in the prime of his career, you know, uh Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, they're all gonna, you know, it, it, continue to 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 be in their prime i just look at the 76ers man with Embiid, and i love him but a guy who has yet to complete a season healthy right and you look at the other guys who've been banged up and they're getting older i, I don't know man i think it's going to be like the lakers bro i do i, I think it's just going to be a bunch of old heads and everybody putting up pressure i mean putting the expectations on them and they ain't going to be able to deliver and like not this season, not next season, but the following one. I just okay. don't see it. I you don't got see it, it, man. Well, Keith, on the other side, man, we got to dive into a little bit more. We'll also talk about the uh, workouts with Dan Harden and Kevin Durant overseas, as well as uh, how things are being held up with Kevin Durant, possibly with the schedules and why that's a problem right now with this supposed to be out NBA schedule as early as next week. We'll get into all of that next right here, Locked On 76ers. But right now, we need to talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news from every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. 
BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to learn more about the actions happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. As my man D always says, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Always do it today. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you do uh, get your podcast. And as we talked about in the first segment with the Sixers, with Joel Embiid and James Harden, possibly Kevin Durant, and we'll get into them working out in Barcelona or wherever they are, um, you know, all of that. Uh, do you make anything of that, Keith, with them working out? I'll say this. Let me start with this before we get to the workout. When the trade went down and everything happened with Brooklyn, I've won, and I know I've said it to you. I said it on the radio show. Said it. it didn't come up on this podcast, but I never looked at the situation and said, these guys are no longer friends. I never looked at that. And I know the all-star thing where he, would, he refused to pick them and, and all of that, but – I think deep down, Kevin Durant understood that it was a business thing and James Harden just simply could not deal with the whole Kyrie Irving situation and who knows how he felt about the coaching and the front office and all. But I never looked at them and felt that their friendship was done from afar, watching the game, seeing them talk about it, seeing interviews and things of that nature. And now we at least have a glimpse of something. We don't know what it means, but they were there together, not only at the concert, but also working out. So what do you make of the workouts that they're having overseas? I mean, I think that's something that you can't overlook. I mean, the last time that they were out there, like basically getting it in, having workouts like that, like grinding, um, was uh, the two summers ago. I believe it was two summers ago. Yeah, two summers ago when Harden wanted to get out of Houston. And people said he was having, you know, working out hard with, with, with the Brooklyn Nets. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think, yeah, you, you, you can't like, uh, I mean, you know, this is one of those things. I mean, the fact that they're hanging out, they're doing this and like, yeah, you know, I equate this to like their relationship was like, I, I think they were disappointed with each other, but it's just like you and I, you know, growing up, like you, you had buddies, I had buddies. I hate you. I hate you. And then the next day y'all on a, on a, on a court, on a court playing again, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I think it's a little different with dudes at times, but, but, yeah, I mean, I can't like minimize this the fact that they're out there. Now, again, let's let's keep it 100. You know, they both have a mutual friend who's over in Europe touring and they're with them and they're doing things like that. But, you know, and like you say to yourself, like, OK, well, we're two NBA players where, you know, we can share the same court time. But the fact that they're in there and they're they, they building up that camaraderie again and, and doing all this type of things, you know, it's, it's like to me that the last time they did this that we knew about um, was when they both teamed up in Brooklyn. So yeah, I'm not minimizing this. Um, A lot has to happen for him to become a 76er, but I'm definitely not minimizing this. No, I'm not, I'm not looking past this either. It it is significant enough where I I think it, it does mean something that, and then when we start to just simply, you know, you get your information and we hear these things that are talked about, about them. And the one thing is, Oh, yeah, they want to play with each other. They want to play again with each other. Then, yeah, we we cannot look past that and act like, you know, nothing 
nothing is 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 not there. So yeah, absolutely, man, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you 100. That this is this means something. This definitely means something. It looks like it's real. It looks like it has some real legs, Keith. And I I think that um working out and and it's not like they're out in Los Angeles working out right where everybody is there. No, they're out there in Los Angeles doing that with the UCLA runs and they're having a great time together. No, it's just those two. And while they do have a mutual friend, what at least for me, I remember James Harden being his friend uh, there first. Uh, not necessarily, not that those circles don't meet up at some point. Kevin Durant also knows him. Maybe Kevin Durant knows him through James Harden and, and now they're all hanging out there together, flying out there together. And you know what I mean? And, and meeting up and then, getting into getting into the, the the gym together out there during their off time before they get back and it, it's it's not a coincidence that both of them ended up in the same gym in whatever country or whatever where they are that was calculated that was done it wasn't a coincidence that they were there together so um hey man it, where there's smoke possibly there's fire and we'll see how this whole thing plays out because it, it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough if they put this team together year one. The excitement here in Philadelphia already, Keith, although this is my week off, I had to go into work briefly and stop. So I look at I look at the call lines at work today, and I know you were on the station yesterday as a guest. Um, each line, maybe one was about the Phillies, <laughs> but if there was another about the Phillies, it was also Kevin Durant, Tyrese Maxey. So the interest is there. The intrigue from the fan base is there. It's it, it. The buzz is there if this, in fact, does go down. But uh, listen, man, we need to uh, also talk about Kevin Durant and how he might be messing up a few other things. Maybe a Donovan Mitchell trade, maybe a Russell Westbrook trade, all of that. But maybe even the scheduling, Keith, may not be important for a lot of people, but for someone like you, myself, we want to know what the schedule is coming up here soon. Typically, we get it in August. Why Kevin Durant? might be holding up the schedule we'll dive into that next right here locked on 76ers keith pompey devon Givens, locked on 76ers here on a friday hope you all having a good one and we always thank you for checking us out here on locked on 76ers for yet another week uh keith the schedule comes out in august in late teens early 20s for the nba schedule why would a kevin durant possible trade be holding things up for the schedule release yeah i mean i know a lot of people will say why why right but when you look at it it's based everything's predicated on um tv based on television right mm -hmm. so espn and uh nba tv and and uh all the other partners basically the nba schedule comes out you want to you want to get these primetime teams and these primetime games so let's just say if the if Kevin Durant is no longer playing for the Brooklyn Nets, well, it's hard to schedule them for a Christmas Day game if they don't have Kevin Durant. Like you want wherever Kevin Durant is at. Like ideally, let's just say if Kevin Durant is traded to the Sixers or traded to the Boston Celtics, what they would like is for Kevin Durant to, to have a game uh, playing on Christmas Day against the Brooklyn Nets as Brooklyn trades, uh, you know, Sixers, Sixers, Sixers Nets. Sixers uh, Nets. Well, yeah, if the if, yeah, if the Sixers do it. Now, but so, like, the thing is, 
Um, so, so I think that has a lot to do with it, right? Because you want to make sure that you got as many marquee games featuring marquee players. And if, if Kevin stays in Brooklyn, well, then Brooklyn's going to be in those, in, in those games. But if he doesn't and they don't get a top-notch player, well, they're not going to do it. So basically the schedule, back in the day, they just threw a schedule out there, right? They just did a schedule, whatever. Players have players. Nowadays, after free agency, they tend to like to wait to see where the, the yeah. top free agents go before they come out with the schedule. Since this Kevin Durant thing is lingering, a lot of people are saying that that's what's holding up the schedule. It's also holding up other trades because people want to keep their assets, right? And yeah, they're great cool. assets. They don't want to get rid of them and get out of the Kevin, Dur- um, Kevin Durant sweepstakes. So that's what the holdup is. Do you think, because I think now the Sixers have missed the last two Christmas days, right? I think they make their return this year, Kevin Durant or not. Only because of the the Harden factor, I think. I think the Harden and B factor now would uh, put them back in the mix. East East Coast, I would think, Eastern Conference, I would think, uh, Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia. And the Jalen Brunson thing does give New York a, a boost, but um they're always kind of in it at that like noon game or whatever but that could be new york and boston and then i i just think they i think they're they should be back in the mix at least for this one with Embiid and and james harden on the same team well you know the thing about that is they should have been in the mix a long time ago i mean the last couple years because you think about it you got doc rivers probably uh, outside of greg popovich the most recognizable coach in in the nba Right. Mm-hmm. And then you had Ben Simmons, you had uh, Joel Embiid. Yep. And then you also had Daryl Morey as the executive. Right. So then, you know, I, I felt the same way for last year. I think maybe I mean, no one says this, but, you know, you have to wonder how much of when Daryl Morey's comments about China, you know, how much that impacted that. Because, I mean, you got to be 100 with yourself. Like, you know, it, it like this, the Sixers were a team that were playing on Christmas Day playing on Christmas Day, and then all of a sudden you bring in Doc Rivers and you bring in, you know, Daryl Morey. It makes the team much more high profile, and they haven't been there. So, you know, you have to wonder, like, you know, yeah, you would assume, like, oh, okay, if they get these guys, yeah. But you also have to wonder how much that has an impact on that. I, I think they should be back. But listen, man, we'll be back next week, and we'll have a lot more to talk about, hang out with everybody. We hope everybody has a great rest of your Friday. And we thank you for hanging out and making Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, where Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, I'm going to let the people know quickly where they can find us, man. Hey, you can find us, like my man said, wherever you, if you want to get Locked On NBA, wherever you get Locked On NBA at, you can get Locked On 76ers at, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get our YouTube channel by going to the Locked On 76ers YouTube channel and to subscribe to it, you see that Liberty Bell, click on that Liberty Bell and you will become a subscriber. Then, you know, my man D did a show today on 97.5. It was a late thing. He didn't let everybody know, but it was a late drawing. So here's the deal. What you want to do is you want to keep up with them. So next week, what you do is you go to 97.5 from 6 to 10. You can listen to the Divine Giving Show, right? You can also follow my man on Twitter at DivineG975. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. 
and you can read the Enquirer Sixers coverage at Enquirer.com. Yep, absolutely. So I didn't do a show. I had to go read a commercial that I had oh, to do. my bad. Then tonight I will be on, though, 6 o'clock. Oh, really? Uh, yep, yep. Me and, me and Jamie have to do a 6 o'clock thing just for an hour, just for an hour. Oh, okay. And I'm still on vacation. So it's Oh, long. because of the Eagles play tonight? Yeah, just that. For an hour? Okay. Mets and all that stuff, so yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, my bad. See, he doesn't tell me stuff. That's all good. (laughs) It's all good. Well, listen, man, have a great rest of your Friday and a great weekend, and I'll talk to you on Monday. All right, brother. All right. Thanks, man. All right. All right.